Welcome to the Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high vibe people, and those who practice different healing modalities around the world. I help women manifest more love, more self love, more money, better health, and clarity on their life path. My purpose is to help you remember who the f you are. Let's rock this out. Today on the Meg Rock Show, I am with Mallory. Aveline. She has a God-given innate ability to see beyond the walls that you have built and the lies that you've told yourself. Her mission is to help women target their limiting beliefs and discover their truth so they can boldly create their dream life. Mallory, I am so excited to have connected with you and I'm honored to have you on my show today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I just love this. I love connecting with aligned women and being able to have these empowering conversations. So thank you for having me. Yes. Well, excited to have you. So I want to start with your story. How did you end up where you are today? And I know that you had a lot of healing to do to discover your purpose so that you could help other people discover theirs. Mm -hmm. Oh, such a good way to start because we, we all have healing, right? We all have trauma. And this is what I like to tell people because some people will say, oh, my story is not like yours, Mallory, you know, which we'll get into. And my story does involve a lot of really heavy trauma. And so women assume, oh, because I wasn't raped or because I've never experienced abuse, I don't have trauma. And I always tell people trauma is different for everybody. Trauma could be that your parents got a divorce at six years old and you were put into households and it affected the way you trust for the rest of your life. So we all have trauma. So my trauma might be different than other people's trauma, but I think it just, I really do have these innate godly gifts and I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, which I think can even sound cliche, but it's true. I was tired of looking at other people's lives and thinking, wow, they're successful. Wow, they're happy. Wow, they really know how to experience love. What's keeping me from that? And so it was really turning the mirror back on myself and saying, you're that woman that you said you were never going to be. And I knew that I knew that no one was going to come and save me. And so I had to start taking the steps to quote unquote, save myself, which involved healing the trauma, taking responsibility, looking at the wounds, being able to have the hard conversations, not only with the people in my life, but with myself. So what were some of the things that you did to heal those traumas? Cause I know you're super spiritual and you think out of the box like me. Yes, I do. Um, to me, healing is not linear. There's not one thing. And here's what I want everyone listening to know. If some person out there, whether it's a coach or a therapist or a speaker or a teacher or a healer is telling you that they're the only way, fold your wallet up and run the other direction. Like no one person is the only way to healing. It really is getting in tune with yourself and what you need. So healing for me looked like my first piece was a counselor. My second piece was a therapist. Then I hired a coach. 
and then it was plant medicine, and then it was adopting meditation, and then it was just a, this snowball effect of, ooh, that felt really good. That moved the needle forward. What else can I do? And so you have to be careful, I will say, which we can get into, but you have to be careful not to get in this like vortex of thinking that you're still broken. Like, just know that you're always going to be healing. When you get to a point when you're like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm good. I've healed. And then you're like, oh, damn, daddy issues. I still have those. <laughs> and so healing is not linear. There's going to be a lot of modalities available for healing, but just giving myself grace in that process and being open, being curious to what can be a piece of my journey next. You're absolutely right. In every step of my life, when I've uncovered something new and I've done the work to heal something, there's always something up that bubbles up to be healed. And that's even mm -hmm. what I tell our children. I'm like, you're going to go through your life and you're going to learn until the last day on this planet. If you're a hundred years old, yeah. you're going to be, you're going to be learning and experiencing new things and it's all for a reason and it's all for a purpose. And when we can always look within, instead of looking out here for the answers and blaming other people and we can say, okay, what is there for me to see in this? How can I level up? How can I do the work? How can I do the healing? That healing doesn't necessarily become easier, but it becomes, you become more aware and you become more, um, more adapted to do the work. Like it just becomes, it's not like, why am I having to do this again? It's just like, Oh, this is what I do. This is what I do. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. <laughs> we'll touch on plant medicine for, for a minute, because I'm really excited about the changes that are happening in the world and people becoming more open to plant medicine. Yes, this gives me full body chills. I'm so glad you're going here because it really is something that I want to openly discuss more with people because one of my biggest missions is to invite people to be curious, period. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not saying anyone else has all the answers that I could direct you to, but I invite people to be curious. And so with plant medicine in particular, and this is, um, this is my opinion. This is my idea. I am not giving medical advice at all, but my journey with plant medicine started very early on in life in my early twenties, more as like a self discovery thing with psilocybin in particular, which is the active ingredient in mushrooms. Uh, people refer to them as magic mushrooms, happy mushrooms, whatever it is, but it helps open up other parts of your brain that you do not use. And so early in my twenties, it was more to tap into freedom and to tap into exploration and creativity. Now I use plant medicine entirely different. Sometimes all microdose, which is like a very, very small amount of psilocybin, typically 0.5 grams. And it really just opened your heart, opened your mind, gives you a feel good feeling much like a lot of prescription medications are meant to do, but prescription medications, particularly anxiety medicine and depression medicines can have so many adverse effects. You also become highly addicted to them. They have to up your dosage. Plant medicine is not that way. You get the benefits of plant medicine while it's working in your body. And then the after effects continue. And so there's micro dosing. And then there's also plant medicine journeys, which are very deep 
soul journeys. You want to be guided through this journey with someone who has studied the medicine, sat with the medicine on several different occasions, and can facilitate the medicine in a healthy way for you. And so you're right, there is a lot of changes going on. There are a couple of states that have already decriminalized the use of psilocybin, and I am so here for it. I am so excited about Do you it. Know, what states are they right now? Is it uh, Washington or Oregon? Colorado and Oregon. Okay. Yes. And is it, is it for medicinal purposes? And there's it is for medicinal purposes. So they are doing some different controlled studies through a couple of different universities here. And there's also different places in both the U S and in uh, particularly Amsterdam, there's some other parts of the country that you can find it as well. You can find Bali, Tulum. There are some other places that have safe ways advised by a medical staff for people to go experience a spiritual healing. It, it really is what it is. And a lot of people are turning to plant medicine because they haven't gotten where they thought they would get with prescription medicine. So they're finding alternatives. Crazy exciting. I mean, can you believe where we are right now in 2021? I mean, the royal family, the big V that people are either pro or against. Like, there is so much happening on this planet. So and there is no coincidence that all this is bubbling to the surface to be healed. Yep. I keep telling people, I've been telling people for a long time, probably two years now. I'm like, the truth will first disturb you. Then it will astonish you. Then it will set you free. I mean, it's one of my biggest messages. And, and so I've just sat with that for a really long time. And I no longer try to shove truth down people's throats. I just know that what's true for someone right now is not always going to be their truth. And so I invite people to get curious because the world is changing. Our reality is changing. The tolerance for the BS is going out the door. People are like, no, you're not going to tell me I can't live my life. No, you're not going to tell me I can't leave my home. No, you're not going to tell me that I can't take something designed by God and put into this earth. No, I don't want your prescription medicines shoved down my throat, keeping me addicted and enslaved to your process. No, thank you. Like the tolerance is done for people. It's done. It's truly done. And I'll tell you, my heart breaks for the people that have lost their lives through all of this virus. Um, you know, our family, we've definitely had some big changes and it's been a huge adjustment, but -hmm. at the same time, there's been so many great things to happen. So many great things to happen. And we're just, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's the beginning of the golden age. It is. We're here. We, we are, are here. here. Welcome. We Welcome. are like, get on here. the train or get off, like whatever it's going. It's like, going. Go. It is going. I know. Okay. So tell me about, tell me about your spirituality. Like were you raised? How were you raised? Yeah, this is such a beautiful question. And I love talking about this because you'll, people hear me talk about my mom a lot that my mom's name is Aveline. So you hear that my business is the Aveline collective. Um, my mom is a huge spiritual teacher in my life. She's always been such a guide. She is such a gift. I'm like, I always tell people, I don't know how that works, but when I get to heaven or when I arrive or whatever it is that happens, I just want to thank God for allowing my soul to pick my mother because she has been such an intricate part of my growth. She is an intercessor prayer. She's a healer. 
She speaks in tongues. We grew up in church, but my dad's side of the family is part Jewish, Messianic Jewish. So I grew up going to both a synagogue and a non-denominational church. Beautiful. And so I was always encouraged to be a seeker, which I know now at 38 years old as a grown woman in the spiritual community, what a gift that is that mm -hmm. my mom encouraged me to be a seeker. Like I remember coming home, particularly from a girlfriend's house and I was like, mom, uh, Monica's parents are, are Buddhist. And she was like, oh, cool. What do they believe? You know, it was never like, oh my God, you're never going over there again, which is what I heard from a lot of friends, parents growing up. She, she always would tell me your relationship with God is your relationship with God and no walls define that. No religious doctrine defines that. Nothing defines that. You get to seek God on your own and you get to create the intimate relationship with God that you desire to have. And so there was a lot of religion growing up. I will say that there was still like that tinge of this is bad, this is good. And uh, it's taken me a long time to let that go. Um, I'm in the very, very beginning stages of writing a book. And that's one of the chapters is losing my religion because I had to learn that anything outside of the truth, which the truth for me, yes, comes from the Bible. Yes, comes from God, but it also comes from a lot of the lost books that are not included in the Bible. Amen. And so the, the truth for me that I seek is the truth. And I'm sorry that I'm not sorry, but any rules that were created by church hierarchy or any man that sat on the all being throne that mm -hmm. thinks that they know it all and do it all. That's not God. That's it's not the, my idea. It's, I mean, here we are again, talking about the golden age. It's the constructs yeah. that have been there yep. since the Bible that don't work, that don't that work, don't that decide work. we like, we like the way that said, we're going to put that book in there, but, uh, this gives people a little too much freedom to think that they hold too much power. And so that's it. So we're going to yep. remove that. Yep, exactly. It's been it's there. controlled mm -hmm. and it's manipulated. And some people don't like to hear this. They buck up against me, but I think God's given me so much strength and resilience to snap back with love. I no longer snap back snappy at people. Cause I did for a while because I wanted to defend what I had learned. I'm like, no, but it's different than what you've been taught. I hear and you. So yes. I've learned to, to snap back, I guess, in love rather than fighting for people to know what I know, because it has to be an invitation, right? It we does have to invite people on their own journey. And there's just so much about the Bible that is misinterpreted. And this is what I want people to understand. So if you're listening to this closely, like really perk up the Bible, as we know it today in the American translation is written by an author. Authors are human beings. Human beings make mistakes. There are typos. There are things that have been translated wrong. The original transcripts of the Bible are in other languages. Jesus's name is not even Jesus. It's mm -hmm. Yeshua. There is no J in the Hebrew language. So you have to take these things and really start to piece the puzzle together yourself. And there's just so much, right? There's so much that's not been included. And, well, so and there's, and there's, and I just heard this the other day, and I know I've read this at some point in time, and I want to go back and do more research on it, but there are books of their books of the Bible or a time period in the Bible where Jesus 
was studying Buddhism and he was yep. practicing with the Hindus and he yep. was loving different religions around the world. And that's nowhere to be found in the Bible. It's not, but if you want to go find it, go read the infancy Thomas, uh, infancy gospel of Thomas. <laughs> There's a lot of Jesus's early life in there or Yeshua. I should say, I really do my best to say Yeshua because yes, his, I say Yeshua name too. it's not Jesus. Um, but yeah, they were studying at the Egyptian temples of Isis with Mary Magdalene. And there's just so much more truth that is not included in the Bible as we know it today. So if you're curious and you're a seeker, I encourage you to continue down that path and go find what you can find. There's actually um, right here, because this is something I actually study quite a bit. Um, the new, new Testament is really, really an amazing Bible. And I love how they did it too. So it's not, Hey, throw out your new Testament. This is the new, new Testament. It's not that at all. They really preface in the book. We have chosen these gospels particularly because they further support and expand what is currently in the Bible. So they're not like, Hey, everything you've read is a lie. And we're going to give you the new truth. It's Hey, here's some additional factual information to further support and expand your studies. I love it. I love it. So I, there, there was a time period where I completely, and it was in the past 10 years, I completely got turned off from, from religion, like completely Same. turned off. Like I would be sitting in church and I would be like, why am I even here? I'm here because yeah. I'm supposed to be here, but I'm not here. And there was good messages, but the, the overarching, not understanding and not feeling fulfilled, feeling fulfilled was just like, I'm a fraud. Like why even go through the motions? Because this yeah. is not who I am. And an energy healer friend said to me one time, she, we were talking about Yeshua and she said, um, she goes, you know, she said, Christ's conscious energy to date is the highest frequency energy on this planet. Mm-hmm. He, his soul had an agreement to come here to bring that frequency, which is nothing but pure love. He pure did love. not come for Christianity. He came for all of humanity, for yeah. all people. And that was his agreement with Gaia, with mother earth was that he would bring that frequency to all of humanity. And when she said that to me, I was like, Easter's beautiful again. Yeah. I literally have full body chills. Whenever I tell that story, I have chills over my entire body. Christ consciousness is incredible. And it's such a misunderstanding among Christians, right? Period. Like Christians in particularly have twisted the word of God and manipulated it to be their standard and their version of the truth. And it literally says in the Bible, anything added or subtracted up from this is not of God period. So people are taking all these other scriptures and taking them out of context when you're not understanding what Yeshua truly came here to do. And you just described it so beautifully. It's so that Christ consciousness is available to all mankind, period, period. It's just, it's breathtaking. It is. Like, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. I could just talk about, I could talk about this forever. So (laughs) let's talk about, let's talk about your purpose. Like, how did you discover your purpose? Gosh, I get this question a lot because, and I've even told people, please don't label me the purpose coach. (laughs) Like, I'm not the purpose coach. But I think we're, I think we're always discovering our purpose. Um, and there's a woman I follow, maybe you're familiar with her, Sahara Rose. She calls it your Dharma. And I love mm-hmm. that she leans into it like that. And I think discovering my purpose just came by taking action. 
constantly. I was a professional hair and makeup artist for 15 years and very, very successful working with celebrities and New York Fashion Week and red carpet hair and makeup. Does that mean because I'm operating in something different that I wasn't operating in my purpose for 15 years? No, I had great purpose in that journey of being a professional stylist and getting to travel the globe. It was a massive purpose for me. I really got to go into schools and teach young stylists that are aspiring to more how to do it, what to do, how they can get themselves out there. That was a great purpose of mine. But starting to lean in, they started to crossover. I started mentoring more. I started speaking more. I started coaching more. I started to find my purpose in that. And so I think we find our purpose by continuing to take action in what feels aligned. And I want to say this because what feels aligned doesn't always feel good. It can feel like friction. It can feel hard. It can feel overwhelming. But I think when it's aligned, it's like, whoo, that big scary thing is different and it's new, but I feel like it's in alignment because it's what I've been praying about. It's what I've been meditating about. So I've got to continue to step forward. And so I think our purpose is always evolving. I agree. And you know, one of the, one of the things that I've, and as a manifesting coach, one of the things that I have learned is because we're human and we do get small minded and we do get trapped in that, oh my gosh, this thing is, this thing is here it's big. I'm a little fearful of it, but we have to go back to, especially if you're conscious of what you're manifesting is when we're working to manifest something, we're manifesting this stuff. And all of a sudden it shows up and it's mm -hmm. like, okay, it's here. This is what I asked for, but this is what it's going to take of me. I'm aligned because I've asked for this, but I'm going to have to step into my power to fulfill the other part of that. And I've yes. seen that happen in my life because I'm confident, I'm bold, I'm powerful, I'm a master manifester, but I have things that I've manifested show up in my life and I'm like, here it is. Oh, dang. Okay, <laughs> you ready? Step on the stage, yeah. here you go. Yeah. And so that's, mm -hmm. exactly, that's exactly what you're speaking to. And I was just writing something this morning talking about um, my journey through entrepreneurship to coaching to podcast. Everything that I have done professionally in my life has all been, has all been about serving others and mm. yours too. I mean, it started with hair and makeup, you know, and that service looked different then. And then it grew into something else and then it grew into something else. And then the platform of serving just changes, looks different and maybe even gets bigger. So you're stepping into that like uncomfortable, but I'm ready for it stage. Yep. yep. Exactly. And people don't realize that, like, that's what it's going to take, right? If you're sitting and saying, I want to be a coach. Okay. Well, what do coaches do? We hold safe containers for people. We hold space for people. So if you're saying to God, to the universe, I want to hold space for people, you are going to be schooled on holding space for yourself. And so the very thing that you're saying that you desire in this life, like I even made a post about it this morning too. I'm like, you can lie to yourself and you can lie to other people, but you can't lie to the universe and you sure as hell can't lie to God. So you can pretend all you want, but when that thing is served up to you on a silver platter, it's like, uh, this is what you asked for. So here's your test to see if you're really ready and really prepared for what you asked for. Absolutely. Incredible. Okay. So let's talk about, intuition. Mm. 
Where does, how do people, how do people start learning to trust that intuition? What does it feel like and look like? Mm, This is so good. So I've always been a really intuitive being, but here's the secret. You're all intuitive beings. Every single one of you, we've learned through the way that this 3D world operates to ignore our intuition, to overthink. This is where overthinking comes in. One of my spiritual teachers said to me over about a year ago, your intuition is the first two seconds of your thought. Anything after that is your ego getting in the way. I love that. I love it too, because it helps remind me like, oh, that initial thing that's, that's my intuition. Like they don't call it a gut feeling for nothing. For years, scientists studied the brain and the body very separately. And about 20 years ago, they really started studying the mind body connection. There's literally a chemical reaction that happens in your brain when you get that gut feeling. So they're firing off at the same time. That is your intuition. So the first like thought that comes in like, okay, if you're in a high frequency state of mind, right? If you were at a girl's weekend at a retreat and you were meditating and you were walking in nature and you were having these beautiful high frequency conversations and you get an intuitive ping to start a clothing line and you're like, what? I'm not a clothing designer. This is so silly. Like, why would I be a clothing? Don't question it. If you were in a high frequency when that download came, sister, follow your intuition. But if you were sitting in your living room and you're a bottle of wine in because your bank account's not looking how you want it to, and your love life's not looking how you want it to. And you're like, well, damn, I better create something and sell something because if not, I'm going to be sitting on this couch drinking more wine every single night. And you're trying to force an idea. That's probably not your intuition that you're acting on. You're acting from a place of scarcity and not enoughness. And so to practice your intuition, I tell people you've got to get into high frequency, whether that's meditation, prayer, dance, affirmations, visualization, higher frequency conversations, whatever it is that you can start practicing to raise your own frequency to the frequency of love, which we were talking about a minute ago, that's going to help strengthen your intuition. Absolutely. And you've got to, you've got to intentionally go there to that frequency for it to become a part of, of how you live. Yes. Making time for it to feel what it feels like to be there so that you can bring it back to you and you can live in that, in that world. Yes. Cause you, and I, and I say it all the time, you know, we live in a world where it's like body and mind, like I'm going to force the thing. I'm going to physically do the thing, but we totally forget spirit. Yeah. And when we focus on our spirit and we focus on that quiet and listening to that intuition and getting to that space of, of trust and surrender and just peace that's when everything starts, but people don't take enough time to go there. No. Well, it's not taught. It's not taught. That's this new golden age, right? That we're really stepping into. And this is the new teachings and it's not new. It's just that it's kept from people. Society is designed for everyone to be this ant colony, right? Well, it gives, it you, gives you, it gives you power. That's where you find yes. your magic. The last thing they've wanted for thousands and thousands and thousands of years is for us exactly. to find our magic and be powerful. 
Exactly. They want the queen bee and all the little worker bees like falling out underneath them, not thinking for themselves, not getting outside of the colony, not doing anything else. But then you have that one that's like, oh, wait, <laughs> there's something more to this. And so you really do have to start operating differently than most of us have been taught our entire lives. I talk to my children about it all the time. I'm like, okay, son, I have a 14 year old. I'm like, you want to play in the NFL? What does that look like? What do you think those guys do every day? What do you think they do to practice? What do you think they do with their mindset? What do you think they do to really create the belief in themselves to think that they can even be in the NFL? Like, what do you think? So we always talk about creating future memories. What is that going to look like? What is that going to feel like? What am I going to see? What am I going to hear to know that I have that thing and start imagining that? Because if you can't even imagine yourself in your dream life, you're never going to manifest your dream life. So you really have to start putting your neurology in that direction and start visualizing what's that going to feel like when I have that thing in my life. And then your actions and your energy start going in that direction to start bring that thing to you. Absolutely. And to see it out there versus seeing it right here, there is no difference. That's what I tell people. I'm like, when you're manifesting and you're creating, you have to see, feel, and receive it. Know that you're worthy of it right now. It's not about what's happening out there. It's what's happening here. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. we, we want to find a piece of land with water to build on, or we want to find a house that's on the perfect piece of property with water. And I walk out our back porch and I see water. We live, we have a lot yeah. of woods behind us. And in my mind, I see water. I have yeah. a house with water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I envision big big things for my life. And because I do that and I've done it for years, I've accomplished everything I've ever set out to desire or set out to do. do. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like, okay, girl, it's time to think bigger. It's time to think exactly. more. How yeah. else can we serve? How else can right. we expand this right. thing to help more people? Well, and that goes, that goes to the quote, the saying, you know, if your dreams, if your dreams don't scare you, you're not big enough. And that's yep. the thing. Like you manifest, you create the thing. And then when it shows up, you step on stage. Because yeah. you are giving, you are given everything that you need to accomplish that yes. thing. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I literally have a sign on my shelf in my office that has the name of the retreat center that I will open one day. And that will go in my office in the retreat center that I open. Am I anywhere near having the amount of money that it's going to take to create the retreat center that I desire and that I see for myself? No. But in your mind, it's already opened. Yeah. In your in mind, it's mind, already opened. I can, mm -hmm. I can see people hugging. I can see the healing happening there. I can see the grounds. I can see the tables where we're sitting and eating together. Like I can literally see all of it so clearly. And so I'm consistently creating these future memories to keep drawing that into my field. Absolutely. And the last thing I want to say to that is, you know, when you tell people, you know, you, you know, you have to see it clearly, you have to experience it experience what it is to have it now. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that goes back to believing you're worthy of that. And you know, in your heart that you're the shit.com yeah. that yeah. you have blessings and you have teachings and you have healing to, to bring to other people. And you are worthy. You are worthy of having that, that center with the name that's in your office eventually on the name of that building. And that's the yeah. piece of it. I think that so many people miss out on is they see all these things that they, that they want, but then they deep down, they really don't believe that it's ever going to happen because they don't believe yeah. they're worthy of it. Yeah.
That's where I do a lot of work with my clients in the neurology, right? Because what people don't think is that their soul came here for a purpose, right? People will tell you all day long, oh, my soul goes somewhere when my body dies. They'll tell you that. Like, do you believe that your soul goes somewhere? Most people would say, yes, my soul goes somewhere. But they don't think that their soul came from somewhere. So if you're coming from somewhere, then you're headed somewhere. You're on a mission. You're headed somewhere. You're on a mission. Like you have something. And look at any fight. You cannot tell my five-year-old daughter that she cannot fly. That girl believes she can fly. I do not care if it's jumping off the trampoline and waving her arms. She believes that she can fly because you cannot tell a five-year-old that they can't do anything. But as we've grown into adults and we've experienced these different levels of trauma in our lives, we have learned subconsciously that we can't do this and that we're incapable of this and that we're not worthy of this. But if we can remove that and go back in the neurology to the moment you decided you weren't worthy or that you decided you weren't capable and change the emotion and the belief around that memory, then people are able to start realizing, oh, I am capable. I am worthy. I just learned at some point that I wasn't. But we get to take that piece out and install a new belief so people can really start visualizing what their life can look like. Incredible. All right. So how can our listeners, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? Cause you're incredible. Thank you so much. Um, I'm pretty active on social media. It seems like I'm on there all the time, but I'm actually not. Um, I, I post daily and I do interact with people on DM. So you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, Mallory Aveline on both of them. I'm also on LinkedIn. If you're someone that is looking to uplevel your business, your mindset, anything. Gosh, there's so much different work that I do with individual coaching as well as mastermind coaching. Uh, my website is malloryaveline.com. Um, I'm getting ready to launch something very big and exciting. I've done retreats and events for three years now, but I'm launching my first ever retreat open to both men and women. So not just women for this next one, but it's healing, it's manifestation, it's a week long in Tulum leadership training. It's going to be Tulum. Oh my gosh. I might need to sign up. Yes. Sign up. It will, my, my web designer's working on the sales page right now. So it will be up. Um, We have affiliate opportunities for it. We have pay it forward opportunities. I have um, a lot of just really amazing business colleagues that love to donate and pay it forward and really allow opportunities for other people to come on board with these kind of experiences. So we're really creating something within the Aveline Collective that we've never done before. Um, I've had a lot of men wanting to be open to this kind of work. And so for the first time ever, it's going to be a retreat for ambitious, high-level people that need to reset, need to unwind and need to come back home to themselves. So I'm really excited about that. Incredible. Well, the fact that men are wanting to step up and say, okay, I'm, I'm looking to heal. I'm looking to be a better version of myself is huge because you know, that masculine energy. I mean, usually they're the last ones to raise their hand because they're, they're, you know, they're male. They've got it all figured out. But, um, with this new energy coming in and the golden age, Mm -hmm. age of Aquarius, like we were talking about, I really feel there's going to be such a beautiful balance between that masculine and feminine energy. And we're just leveling up as a collective. 
Yes. There's just a beautiful symbiotic dance starting to happen. And I'm so here for it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, this was absolutely incredible. And, um, and I know that our listeners are going to be reaching out to you and following you and wanting to connect. So thank you so much, Mallory. We will do this again soon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a good day. Thank you. You too. If you thought today rocked, subscribe to the Meg Rock Show podcast. Leave a review and let me know what your takeaway was. All of my social is linked in the show notes. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at TheMegRock. For more info on me and to take my quiz to find out what energy blocks you have in your life and in your home, and maybe even coaching, go to ManifestingMarge.com. Repeat after me, I am a powerful, loving, radiant, abundant, badass warrior goddess. I am here to rock out this lifetime. It doesn't serve me or the world to play small. I am worthy of all that I desire. See you in the next episode. The Meg Rock Show podcast and all content created by Manifesting Marge LLC is created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have for a medical condition or concern. Meg Schwarzrock is not a doctor or a therapist.